song one person believes my eyes. one person oh, believes that uh, this is not just i'm sorry murray i gotta cut you off here this person has a very important message about the song uh, it reflects the overcoming of hardships of when acts of terrorism and violence happened on american soil this movie doesn't even take place on american soil no so i don't know what they're talking about there but this song makes people very emotional hey, i'm crying i mean i'm not i'm, I'm not crying we started a little late just because I started that song. We all just hadn't. We needed a moment to collect ourselves. So th- yeah. thanks for. I didn't stay for the credits of this movie, so I didn't. Know <laughs> I that. didn't either. Yeah. So, so Sean did. A, Sean did the hard work. As the here. credits did, I went click off. This is why we have guests like Sean on right. <laughs> to do the hard work for us. I was fucking rock. Talking to that fucking <laughs> mic. Sorry. You know what? You didn't introduce me. I, I, yeah, I you did. didn't introduce me. Okay. Well, let me, what's guests, introduce you didn't even yes. introduce me. People. Yeah. People. I, I mean, we all know. Hey, I came to this prepared. Let, 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 shh, let, me, let, me, let me do an introduction. I'm Sean Pigeon. Let I'm me let me introduce you. <laughs> Don't introduce yourself. I've decided that this episode I'm going to We will take your Griffin. trophy away so fast. <laughs> so... <laughs> As you all know, we're doing Delta Force 2, and we can't do a Delta Force movie without our buddy, our man, the number one guest for our show, way beyond Pick Yacht Up Your Rock. Game, Hair Metal, Sean. Yeah. Pick Up Your Game, Mike. Mm. We're talking about our buddy, Mr. Sean Pigeon. Sean, how you doing? I'm doing excellent, thank you. There's your introduction. I'm my second Griffin beer in. Yep, there you go. You're I wasn't doing great. even You're drinking You're right on tonight. the mic. I like it. I know. He's enabling right me. I'm wearing an Alan Trammell shirt, totally stealing Griffin shtick. Yeah. I cosplayed as him today. <laughs> this is great. I, I like appreciate it. it. No mustache, though. I like yeah. It. If I can't grow one like Chuck's, <laughs> I'm growing one at all. I love that there's a poster for this movie where Chuck has is clean-shaven but a mustache, and... That's not reflective of this movie at all. No. Did you guys would, come across that one? I didn't see that, but that no. was his old like seventies look. That's the stash. Just and then, the stash, yeah. And I think I think missing an action, he was like, I gotta have a beard. Wasn't this? I think people said this movie reflected miss, uh, missing an action a little too much. Derivative. But yeah, I, I did. I didn't see missing an action though. We're not. I don't, the, I don't remember missing an action. Yeah, I think. Well, I'm sure we'll cover it eventually. Yeah. I mean, speaking of missing in action, there's a lot oh, of great stuff. Great segue, Griff. Thank you. There's a lot of stuff that was uh, in the first <laughs> one that got us really excited uh, that was missing from this one. Well, I mean, first, Lee Marvin, but that's because he he's dead at the time this movie was filmed. So we I, don't th- I didn't think he was dead. I thought he was just. No, he was dead. Okay. I thought Delta Force was his last movie. Yeah, I think yeah, it was. It was. Just, I thought he was still alive. He just was too. No, they said he was. He got they... ill right after the movie, the first one. Oh, okay. Because this came out in ninety, didn't it? Yeah, really. Yeah, he was long dead. So this was he four died... years later. He died in eighty-seven. Oh, he did? I think the movie killed him. 
be honest with you. <laughs> that 100-degree heat, man. Yeah. yeah. No, that seriously factored into it. All those oh, shooting yeah. in that. Yeah. I think we brought something up about that in the episode. Maybe not. fantastic episode. Delta so Force. I, I don't want to get morbid on us, but it, this Delta Force kind of like kills people when they're in it because another missing link to this movie is, of course, Golden Globe's favorite, Steve James. It's Steve not James. in this movie, and he's no longer with us. Another either. Golden Globe's favorite. Uh, was it Glo- Globus himself or Golem himself, who was Go- not really involved? Well, Golem is in Lord of the Rings, but <laughs> Golem... <laughs> no, this was. I think this happened after the vicious split that they had. So this was a Golem and Pierce production. Yeah. I did notice that in the opening credits. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is going to... And I think that's... This is going to cause some friction. <laughs> I'll get right of, on that mic, Griffin. That's yeah. part of the reason yeah. that I think some of the magic is that. missing from this movie that Menachem Golan's not involved. Yeah. I mean, he was the... the like uh, Globus was the money guy, the brains, and but, but Golan was the heart and the creativity. And there definitely was a lot of heart missing from this movie. I mean, a little backstory right. on it. It was, well, it was written for multiple other people. Yes. One of them being John Claude, who went elsewhere. To, well, not really elsewhere, but he did Cyborg instead. <laughs> yeah. And then you also had the American Ninja dynamic duo of Michael Dudikoff and Stephen James. Yeah, they turned it down. They were like, uh, well, we'd rather do an American Ninja sequel. Fuck this movie. Yeah. I mean, there wasn't enough Steve James in the first Delta Force, so he was like, I'm not getting punked by you guys again. Right. And so they just go, well, who are we, who do we got left? Chuck Norris. <laughs> well, like, Bronson's dead. Or, you know, he's, I don't know. Well, he already turned down Delta Force 1. So. Okay. And Chuck was like, all right, I'll do it, but I want to change everything. Everything. And if you're like a fan of this movie, we're going to probably trash it. I'm sorry to say. I'm but not. but we, just, <laughs> we just want you to know that uh, Glad even Chuck man. Norris does not like this movie. Chuck, so. yeah, Chuck himself is on the record saying he doesn't like it. The movie that him and his brother, Aaron Norris. How many? I never even heard of Aaron Norris. And did he direct every fucking we movie? We talked that, about Aaron Norris because in Delta Force 1, he is yeah. the stuff. No, before Delta. this show, I'd never heard of okay, Aaron Norris. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it seems like he directed every fucking Chuck Norris movie. I don't know about everyone. Did he ever direct a, a non-Chuck Norris movie? Uh, we, we would we would have to put the research department on okay. that one. And they're they're still. We'll save that for the next. They're Chuck working Norris on digging movie. up more Steven Seagal shit. No, don't worry about the next Chuck Norris movie. Track down Aaron Norris and interview that mother. That's a better Let's idea. Do it. Let's or do it. I'm sure uh, that. we both found out about Mike Norris. Uh, apparently, he was the star of Delta Force Three, and it's Chuck's uh, son. <laughs> So he passed the torch, the Delta torch. Okay, no? I, don't, I don't think I'm going to cover Delta Force Three. I don't. I don't think we're going to touch that with a ten foot pole. That's beneath Mister No Legs on my oof scale. I don't. I don't know about that. Mister No Legs is a fucking great movie. So I think a lot of movies underneath Mister No Legs. I think Mister No Legs strangled the shit out of a lot of those movies because he's got those big arms. I don't think there's anything under Mister No Legs because uh, he has no legs. Okay. So Griff. Delta Force Two. Uh, do we have any other? I had I had a bunch of shit, but I'm drawing a blank on. I mean, we covered some of the big points. Uh, wasn't there something? Well, you wanted to talk about, uh, you know, it's supposed to be Colombian connection, but where was it actually filmed? Yeah, it was filmed in the Philippines, and because I was wondering, because I was like, why are all the extras Asian if we're in Colombia? I I had a squint. We are having a hard. Well, well, ooh. No. Uh... <laughs> Pretty problematic, bro. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like, that. like that. You guys are gonna call me out of this. 
Okay, I had to. I had nothing to do my, with that comment. People. I had to adjust my griff. focus on the screen uh, because I couldn't quite make out. I was like, I'm having a hard time getting into the uh, the environment here. It looks like these people are not quite from Colombia. They San, weren't. San Carlos. They were, what was what was San this? Carlos? This <laughs> makes the villain even more villainous. He like bust these people and flew them in. <laughs> yeah. And now he's well, yeah. I mean, slave trading. The villain. In the, Philippines. the villain played by the great Billy Drago, who's the sleaziest of '80s villains. Holy shit! Like I was legit. Like I was. I had issues, dude, because you notice he had a Nang Chen tail, yeah. and I was like, "What the fuck, dude? Yeah, you're disgracing the honor of the Nang Chen tail." Yeah. I was, Did I, it, I had, didn't we? Pitch a knockoff. You, you don't grow one. You got You got to get the system. I just pick up one more. You, you know what you need to do? You need to listen to a very underrated episode, Hard to Kill, and you'll learn all about the Nang Chin tail and the hair system. So yeah, I didn't like that at all. But great. He last. You know, last, we we last time we saw Billy Drago, he was in Invasion USA playing a sleazy drug dealer. Was he? He was the guy that slammed the girl's head. Was doing the coke. Oh shit! And then he gets dick shot off by somebody. That is he? one of the greatest scenes Chuck has ever been. Yeah, Rasta have shot his dick off. That's amazing. And he was also in our very first episode of all, and he was Chuck's psychiatrist in Hero and the Terror. That episode is also underrated. Very, very <laughs> underrated. Thank you for saying that. He was the therapist. Yes. So Chuck's, very small role. But Chuck's was, got a connection with evil? this guy. No, no, it was shocking. He was totally out of character. He had like a Bill Cosby sweater. He was very like sensitive. Because okay. I looked up Billy Drago because I was like, this motherfucker is yeah. creepy. Yes. Right? Yeah. I know. Don't worry about it. People love I the ha- smooth jazz. I know. I <laughs> want, Don't worry. I want to be upset, but your episode is doing so Don't, well. It's yeah. like maybe people love this. I know. Just... Every time you tell me to get into the mic, I'm going to be like, bitch. <laughs> he he just he's just doing a Chuck impression in this movie where he yeah. whispers all his lines. I don't know. He's got too much right of an inflection in his voice. A motivational seminar. You have to sound dead. I've never <laughs> heard you sound dead about anything in your life. That's like you, you, like yeah. Chuck does not seem to care about anything. Like he cares about freedom. You know what I he don't... cares about? He cares about not putting tits in his movies. <laughs> and yes. I'm really disappointed that with such a plethora of knowledge on 80s tits <laughs> that I keep on picking movies to guest on <laughs> well, you... where Chuck is like, let's shut it down. Well, you know what? No girls whatsoever. We were talking about the next movie you're going you're gonna to be on. And I have news for you. There's a Chuck Norris movie with tits, and you're going to be on it. It's, well, it's called Silent Rage. We'll cover that with... Next time Mr. Pigeon's on, Silent Rage. I think we need to have a watching party for that. Big oh, like circle jerk, if you will. <laughs> no, I don't we know had, if we'll do we, that. We had a good... Well, hmm. Drinking like Brit. <laughs> it, might, it might help our episode. All I'm trying to say, that might bring a new connection to us, all right? We, yeah, well, I told you, we, we, had, we, had, we, we got a new follower that I had to like put on mute because all they were, were posting was hardcore pornography, and I was like, just feeling, great stuff, guy, I'm not great knocking stuff. it, but I don't want my whole feed being hardcore pornography. <laughs> Uncomfortable <laughs> to look at. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get to the movie. Speaking Griff. of nudity, yeah, you should check out Life Force. It's an underrated. <laughs> it's very. I'm glad you pointed that out. It's very. That's unsolicited. Very underrated. Very underrated. I'm episode. glad you caught on to our favorite ongoing joke. <laughs> Just picking a random episode and saying it's. Well, underrated. no, no, everybody should love Life Force. It's very underrated. Yeah, it's an underrated episode. Go check it out. Patrick Stewart. Yes. This movie. Trailer for this movie. Yeah, let's get to it. Let's get to the trailer for 
Uh, what's the movie called? Again? <laughs> no, the Force, the Colombian Connection. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the flow of cocaine coming into the United States is becoming a war. He rules an empire. Gentlemen, Ramon Cota, the world's wealthiest drug dealer. A world of corruption and violence. His power crosses every border. In democracy, great. But now, he's crossed the wrong man. We would have been such a beautiful team. Not on your best day, pal. Chuck Norris is back. See that look in your eye? I'm not going to fight. Always the hard one. And he's about to take the war on drugs. Stranglehold is a goal. To new heights. You can go with the parachute or without it. You're bluffing. Want a bet? Scared you, didn't I? He's a gentleman. Hang on. With a soft touch. Lesson number one. Yeah. A mean kick. Lesson number two. And his own special brand of diplomacy. Skulls out. Chuck Norris, Delta Force 2. And we're back. Pretty great trailer. I don't remember what happened in that trailer at all. That's the Chuck Norris kicks somebody. I'm gonna go out on a limb. It's probably a quick cut of all the action in this movie. So, man, you're being really harsh. I am being really harsh because this Griffin movie, hated this movie. This movie was fucking awesome. It's hour and fifty minutes. Yeah. Motherfucker is just like no legs, Mister No Legs. <laughs> yeah, <Classic. laughs> watched it three times. Can't even make it through Dental Force Two. Here, here's what. And I'll... I was coming into this like I don't even remember like when yeah, I sat down when I sat yeah. down to watch Delta Force Two. I was like, I don't even know if I saw this. I was gonna ask I you was that. Like, yeah, I fuck Chuck <laughs> after the bodyguard. <laughs> yeah, get out of here, kid. <laughs> after that, <laughs> for sure. I'm not watching this. I had met a kid in my neighborhood. Sadly, no longer with us, but he introduced me to Jean-Claude Van Damme movies. And so then I was like, there you go. Bet you he doesn't have a bodyguard. <laughs> I was like, Bloodsport, Kickboxer, yeah. Time Cop. Time there you go. Hit. Time Cop has tits. <laughs> it does. It does. It does. It's got it a it sex does. scene. I was very uncomfortable yeah. watching it next to my mother. I'm sure. Yeah, that was the, we watched that on his uh, bachelor party. Yeah. It was What's-Her-Face from Ferris Bueller. I was like, I didn't even know she was naked. It was an, it was. Yeah, you were, yeah, you were like, that oh was, my god. That was yeah. his wife, right, in the movie? John yeah. Claude's wife? They, they do it right before the time travelers show up and kill him. Right, Her. so like in the first like ten minutes of the movie. No, they had the whole mall scene. Oh, okay. I haven't there seen Time Cop like, since then. Such so. a great movie. Well, it is a great movie. Yeah, I yeah, love that movie. Let's cover that one day. Maybe. Maybe. There's so many. There's I would so many. love to cover all the John I got Claude, a dream so. list. I got a top three. Okay, well, there you go. It's in the docket now. <laughs> but, uh, you see, the first, it's a two-hour-long movie. So, like, the first 30. One hour and 51 minutes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we could have tightened it up this to guy, 90. Come on. Jesus Christ. This so, is when you don't have Golan around. He would tighten that shit up. Exactly. The, yeah, but he we don't need this village scene. Get it out. <laughs> Get it out. <laughs> Who are these people? <laughs> I don't want to pay them. <laughs> so, the first 40 minutes, I fucking love. It's pure canon gold. Because it's all the insanity I expect out of him. But then it goes to to 
Columbia. I'm doing air quotes here for everybody. <laughs> it goes to Columbia, and then well, it's that's just, the Columbia connection to the movie. Yeah, to going to Columbia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, that that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and it just slows to a crawl, and that's that's what bugs me. They get up the stakes, man. I don't think they up the that, stakes. You get to that Colombian cocaine field, right? Yeah. And you get that woman holding her baby. That part was And intense. the workers are like, she won't work because she's taking care of her baby. And her husband's in the cocaine field. He's just working. He's just getting this guy his coke. And Drago pulls up in his limousine, gets out. He's like, why isn't that bitch working? <laughs> yeah, right? that, that was in the first. Yeah. That's and then in they're the f- like, yeah. fucking make her work. Yeah. And they that take the him. baby. The dad freaks out. Yeah. Drago kills him. And that's right in, the first in front of his wife and his baby. Yeah. That's an evil motherfucker. Yeah, yeah that is, is not a bad guy who is going to be like, oh, and I here's your cabbage patch gir- doll, <laughs> little girl. Right? Yeah, he had no heart. That's true. He then went and was like, hey, minion, bathe that woman. <laughs> yes. Bury the body, get rid of the baby, and then I'm going to rape her. And I was like... This is crazy. That this is, is extreme. Yeah. This is a canon villain. That's yeah. that's how canon painted all villains. They were all rapists. Like I didn't realize how much of a snowflake I had become <laughs> until I watched this movie, and I was like, triggered, <laughs> triggered, <laughs> triggered. And I was like, I got to start watching more '80s films because somewhere <laughs> along the way, I got PG-13, and I can't let that happen. Yeah, yeah. You need we got to diluted. You need to listen to our show again. a little bit more <laughs> and watch these movies. Got to download those episodes again. Very Why do I recommend Life Force? Life Force. Very underrated, underrated episode. <laughs> so since Sean jumped uh, like 20 <laughs> minutes into the movie, <laughs> sorry, we're gonna do it's back okay. to the shadows. <laughs> back to the beginning. You we're weren't gonna... even talking about the movie. You were just out there. No, the, fuck you. <laughs> Back to the beginning. <laughs> We're in Rio, Griff. This is my favorite part. We're in I, Carnival. I yeah. People are naked. They're partying. There they're having a, a great time. There was a dude wearing like a coconut bra. Of course there was. And I was like, fucking Chuck. No women in a coconut bra. <laughs> no. We definitely got dude. this DEA agent or whatever. For, car- yes, for Carnival, it was very, Sub- very subdued. overdressed. Yes. Well, it's a Chuck movie. Chuck it is. is. Lord. He doesn't like sex. What's that? The carnival. Yeah. yeah. Of course I've been. Who hasn't been? <laughs> Ass is everywhere. We're very big in Rio, I want you to know. Yeah. We got a huge following. It's true. Football stadiums, they're listening parties. Yeah. Much bigger than Smashing Pumpkins at Joe Lewis. <laughs> That's true. We're bigger than them. So And I play so, the football. So we're at Carnival. Yeah. And we're introduced <laughs> to our man. Ramon Cota, played by the greasiest villain of all time, Billy Drago. This is the type of villain who would give me the willies as a child. Yes. The he slick was, yeah. back, long hair, like, whew. Skull face. Oh, yeah, yeah, Creepy yeah. as fuck. Skull face. He's super creepy. Like, I was like, I don't understand, because I looked him up on Wikipedia right. or whatever, and the dude's been married like a hundred times, and I was like, I don't know how you could. Because <laughs> you told him? me that he was in your first episode. Yes. Here on the Terror. Very underrated Very episode. underrated episode. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, you told that me that today. he was like a psychiatrist in that <laughs> movie. Yes, he, he was, was Chuck's like, psychiatrist. I never. I, I was not. shocked. I had never seen him in that role. He always plays Grease Balls. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to look he was that in, up. I think his biggest movie, he was in The Untouchables. He was the guy that uh, Elliot Ness, Kevin Costner, throws off the building. That was okay. Billy Drago. Mm. Wait, Kevin Costner? Are we going to do a Kevin Costner No, movie? never. <laughs> Fuck Kevin Costner. Let's do it. Carnival. Carnival. We're introduced to Billy Drago. He's yeah. got a mask. He's putting a mask on. He's in disguise. There's gonna we got these. There's a van with all of the monitors, DEA agents. Yes, They're, this is it. They're finally gonna catch this fucking finally. sick piece of shit. 
We got it. And then, oh, my God, it's fucking Chuck. Not Chuck Norris. Chuck from great, very underrated episode. <laughs> Mr. No Legs from last week. Hey there, guys. We're ready to move in. Hey there. <laughs> I just got my eyes on, uh, uh, what's his name? Kota. We're going to get him. <laughs> But the the jokes on them. I'm because... guessing you haven't listened to the last episode yet. Oh, I've listened to it. I just okay. haven't seen it. So, are we talking about Agent Pierce? Yeah. Yes, Agent Page. I killed it. I killed it for you. You nailed it. It's Agent Home Page. Home run. No, no, no. I meant the joke. Yeah. You got real disappointed. There was a look of sadness in Griffin's eyes well, that I've never seen when I told him I didn't him know that if I you recognized no why we were doing that voice. And no, I'm fine with it. I'm okay. just along for the ride. Okay. I'm the idiot special guest. You so, guys are the stars. So him and the ch- the dude with the coconut brother, DEA agents, and they're getting ready to just move in and finally arrest him. Yeah, they're so hard undercover. It's like no one can tell them in a but, crowd. But Coda, he, he's like... he's. F- 12D t- chess he plays. He's just so far out there. It wasn't him. The guy they think is him, it's a it's a dupe. It's another the guy. The of the 80s. Ooh. Sure. Are we going like pure Shakespeare here? <laughs> that, that's Sherlock Holmes. It's is Shakespeare. it? I don't yeah. know what the fuck it is. Fuck you. Kind of, Throwing your two set kind of, words around. I told you. I'm drinking. I'm wearing a Tiger's t-shirt. I know. I'm taking your job tonight. <laughs> you you are, but I'm also drinking now, and so we're going to get... Ladies and gentlemen, meet your new co-host, Sean Bithers. <laughs> Wait, I already so. lost my job to... Was it to Sean? <laughs> whoever... Yeah, whoever has the most downloads. Oh, okay. So I lost my job to you. Yeah. So, uh, while they're fucking up and catching the wrong guy, our man Coda and his boys are outside the surveillance van. All and they just... Jesters. Pull out the Uzis, kill everyone. The Uzis with the, the bullets that penetrate everything. Well, yeah, that's what a bullet does. Yeah. Who? This wasn't I don't, I don't think, I don't think bullets go through everything, all right? Like, and I've gone to the shooting range, guys. So everyone's wiped out but our man, Agent Page, because he's never around. Like, just like in Mr. No Legs, he's never around when shit's going down. He shows up later. Hey, guys, yeah. I heard there was a shootout. <laughs> so he's there to bear witness because... Like I said, Coda is such a mind fucker. He's yeah, a, he's a he's a mind hunter, if you will. Ooh, and was that he, a shout out to a Netflix show? Yeah, <laughs> check it out. Very <laughs> underrated, show. very underrated show. <laughs> so he actually pre-taped a fucking like oh, yeah, the a message. Oh god! And he's just like, "Hey, you guys, you thought you had me. That was epic, but you don't." <laughs> and then Chuck, I mean. Uh, Paige, he's like, damn it, got away again. <laughs> so basically, we're setting the stage. DEA is incompetent as all fuck. We need the fucking Delta Force. Gotta get him. Switch back to America. Our man Chuck, without a lady, I might add, and his buddy Bobby, with a lady, I might add, are having a nice Chinese meal. The best. Very quiet, nice establishment. Well, Suit and tie kind of joint. Yeah. Well, shirt and tie. Chuck was rocking the. Yeah, he had that very eight nineties look where like the tie matched the, the shirt, the color. I didn't like. I didn't, I didn't like that look. That's a very yeah. bad look. But he was rocking it all the way. And so they're having their nice Chinese meal, Mister Wang's place. Yeah. And these fucking skinheads, as Chuck said, even though they all had hair, punk rock motherfuckers are yeah. of course making a scene. They're saying very uh, kind very... of jokes like you said earlier yeah. in, the, in the show. Yes. <laughs> Yep. So I only got Charlie were- Chan and Chuck's like, "Hey man, this is this is my place. This is my hangout. I can't have this shit going down." So the couple is just like, "Don't go fighting them. 
And Chuck, very, very calmly, because you're always in control if you'd never raise your voice, just like, I'm not going to go fight them. And he calmly sets his napkin down. <laughs> my bodyguard is going to go fight them. <laughs> <laughs> so Burn. the bodyguard gets up there. Aaron Norris, his brother, who does all of his stunts, goes over there and tells him, hey, guys, I happen to like this restaurant a lot, and I don't appreciate you dogging on the food. Is that an appropriate joke again? <laughs> Damn it. Damn, Griff, you're all over the place. Wow. Get a little drinky oh, in the end. Then God he does. damn it. Well, you first, say when you're boozing, your true self comes out, right? <laughs> well, first, Mr. Wang tried to use his kung fu on the guys, and they shut him down immediately because he was like five foot tall and 100 years old. Yeah. And so then Chuck, that's when Chuck intervenes, destroys these, Look at these, destroys these skinheads with hair. <laughs> and then the, what's the, what's the evil line? Well, like he he we comes refer to them as crust punks from now <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah, they did look like they stink. They, they did look like crust punks. Yeah, he goes and then he goes back, just totally chill. Like this is this is a Tuesday night for me, destroying yeah. people. And they're like, "Wow, why, 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 why can't you just cool it, Chuck?" He's like, "I, I just gave him a motivational seminar." <laughs> very calm, very cool, very. very that's a, the best way to deliver a joke. Is always very calm, very cool, no inflection at all. So now we have to go into Sean's favorite part of the movie that he already kind of <laughs> went into. The Colombian connection? Yes. The Colombian connection. Cause we raising the stakes. You were dogging this movie saying it wasn't as good as the first one. And I'm just saying Dude, the sequel, well, had come on. The it, it wasn't as it good wasn't. as the first one. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't. But no, well, this... with Griffin coming in here, guns blazes. I... Somebody's got to defend hey. this thing. What am I supposed to do? I'm leading us into look, the episode. Look, we can look, talk look, about look. it as it comes up. I get why Lee Marvin wasn't in. He was dead. I get why Steve <laughs> James wasn't in because he was doing his thing with Michael Dudikoff. Yes. I mean, why the why fuck why? wasn't the motorcycle in the fucking movie with the I rockets? Admit, I loved this until I realized there were no motorcycle rockets, yeah. and I was like, "Fuck this movie!" <laughs> they try yeah. to replace it with the helicopter, but the, the right helicopter. Move by moving to blow the, oh, by the way, yeah. there was a helicopter crash in this movie, and five people died. Yeah, <laughs> why laugh? Real this shit. Is, this is real. We're talking real shit here. Like yeah. five Chuck, people died for this movie, guys. So yeah, be Chuck, a little more respectful, girl. Chuck and Aaron. Norris. Oh my God! Doing the doing. I the... never even like. I never thought about that. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine yeah. dying oh for the, this movie? Delta Force Two. Which reminds I me, I always worry that like something. Will... Oh, sorry. You remember our our, our favorite guy Hammer from uh, the Bronx Warriors? Another underrated episode, by the way. Oh, of course, Hammer. He died in a helicopter crash in the movie the Twilight Zone movie. Him and two children died. Yeah. Oh, man. So just another helicopter death. For we got a whole there. episode to do. We're drinking. You're going to bring us down? <laughs> yes. Only so we can come bring it back up. We're going to bring it back That's up. That's right. And well, we're going to because we, we meet. We meet. <laughs> I don't think this brings it up. <laughs> yes. We. This is where we meet yeah, our man. We skipped right over our the man- uh, rapey death scene. Really? I already talked about it. Yeah, so we're yeah. Right over he it. explained it all. He did explain it all. The Coke farm. The well, we also, we're, but we're also, we're introduced to a character named Miguel, who's uh, uh, Kota's right hand man. Oh yeah, Miguel. And he's just like Miguel, because he talks in another, also very quiet monotone. He's like, I noticed there's a leak in our our infrastructure. Yeah, look into it because Miguel is like his fucking man. Yeah, and you know something's up with Miguel because he's the only person when they have the we have the rape. Well, it's not a rape scene. It's a rape introduction scene. Mm-hmm. And he's mm-hmm. kind of upset about it. So it sums up with Miguel, but we don't know right now. Yeah. He's disturbed. 
He was a great actor. You didn't know at all that he was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we so we've learned that the D that. the DEA are incompetent idiots. We need Delta Force to fix this problem. So Delta Force, Scott McCoy, Chuck, and his friend Bobby are called in with our my favorite character of the movie, General Taylor. This guy oh, makes absolutely. this fucking movie. I'm sorry. He almost makes up for the lack of Steve James. You're wrong. Almost I... makes up for the lack of Lee Marvin. <laughs> Yes, Carlos is the best character of this movie. Carlos is good, but Car- no. no, Carlos no. is is the best. <laughs> well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Right now, we're talking about General Taylor. I, I know. I, I that's all I have to say. So they're breaking down what an evil fuck Coda is. Yeah, and they're like, we got a guy on the inside, which we learned is Miguel. Yeah, and you got to go and you got to warn him because he's because I guess it, I don't. I got kind of confused here. Coda is like. Got to go to Florida for some reason, I guess, like drug-related business. He's got to come to America. And this is the, the one window they have to capture Coda. Yeah. So, and then, uh, I mean, basically, our man uh, uh, Chuck from Mr. Nolex breaks it down, where he, he says, uh, look, what this Coda guy's pushing, you smoke it, you don't stroke it. He flipped the script Very from good. the last movie. Very good. And so Guys, I have a line from a movie I did before, <laughs> and I really want to use it in this movie again. Yes. And he did a good job. He it. did a great job. He delivered it well. Because he's barely in it. And this is also was his last movie, too. Drew Jekylls. Because Chuck just kills people. When you're in his movies, he kills people in helicopters. He kills Steve James. <sighs> he killed Lee Marvin. What a joke about people dying, but no, it's not funny. They did at least show up to give blood. True. But it was too late. But it was tainted blood. And it killed another person. <laughs> Chuck's not evil. He's just a terrible actor. And not good at public events. So we're on a plane. Because, as we know, Coda only flies first class. Yes. There was... I, I just got to point out, because I'm not going to have anything else to point out pretty much uh, after a certain scene. But there... I always love when you tune out right at the middle of the movie, Griff. Yes. It's great. That's my favorite time to tune out. <laughs> yeah. Right in the middle. And then near the end. And then I don't even watch the credits. But um, there there's a message that goes out, and at some point it crosses over international waters, and Chuck's eyes light up, and you're like, "Oh, that's not going to be in the plot at all." Because you can do whatever you want in international, international waters. We've learned waters. that. Our, our buddy Yacht Rock Sean told us that he's like, "I do con- a tons of crazy shit." In he's talking waters. about how he's got like some kind of crazy P two P twitch like, parties. Going no, I'm on. not even going to tell you about me and Mark Kelly last night on yeah. international waters. Exactly. But. Leave it up to your so, imagination. The pl- Topical. <laughs> yes, eh? 12 years ago. <laughs> today, weirdly enough. It's about time we get around to that. Finally. Sur- I can't wait for the Surviving Yacht Rock Sean document series that comes out. Oh, my God. I will sell him out in a heartbeat. <laughs> yes. I'll be the first guy on the news. Yeah, he was a weirdo. <laughs> he came over to my house once. He stomped his feet all over my couch. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible human being. So... So they're international waters. They're flying over international exactly. waters. Exactly. Time to move. And Chuck, yeah. we, we noticed that uh, our man Coda, he's a sick fuck. Cause sick fucks always listen to classical music. Always. And so he's got his headphones on. He's chilling. Got his fucking Beethoven rocking. He's rocking his Amadeus. And then Chuck and Bobby make their move. They take out the henchmen because he's got two bodyguards. Two. And then they rip off he the- He should have brought Carlos with him. Yeah, that's what that was his big mistake. It was, and that's how he gets captured because Chuck and I, I love they have it all set up. They're like, "You don't need to turn the plane around. We're just gonna open this this little hatch down here, go down the cargo bin, and we're gonna jump out the plane." Yeah, because after a while, they're not in international waters anymore. They have to do this whole operation yes. international waters, so they had to jump out of the plane. <laughs> High stakes, bro. High stakes. It's a sequel. Hey, Delta Force Two, hey. the Colombian Connection. <laughs> what? What? what, what 
This is gotta do it the hard Ch- way. <laughs> gotta do it the hard way. Yeah. Gotta do it the hard way. <laughs> and so Chuck, he's got like the, the like like uh, like clock in his head. He knows exactly where they need to jump out, exact time. Yeah. And and he's just like and. That was Nobody, Bobby's job. Come nobody's on. ever challenged Coda. He's just slick as hell. He's just like, fuck you. Yeah. I'm not going to jump I'll out of any. I'll get away with this. Yeah. You're, you're bluffing. He's like, I'm he's, not going to jump out of any plane. Fuck you. He's refusing to put on the parachute. And uh, yeah, so Chuck's just like trying to intimidate him. And then he finally is like, fine. Throws him out. And the first cut you get of the guy <laughs> falling out of the plane there's just totally about see that, yeah. 99 <laughs> extra pounds around his midsection <laughs> yeah. for reason. Yeah. Well, we watched it on Laserdisc, so maybe on like a regular you version. I watched it on the worst. I noticed that yeah. part. I was too focused on the fact that that briefcase was like Mary Poppins bag because <laughs> yeah. there was literally yeah. $10 billion yeah. that yeah. flew and out it, of And it only thing. opened like two inches. It didn't flap open. Well, the best part, it, during that fall, it opens and shuts nine different times. <laughs> it was 20 minutes long <laughs> yes. for that free fall, and the entire time bills were pouring out well, of that Well, you needed thing. time for Chuck to catch up to him. And when it gets to the bottom, shut and still full of money. Movie magic, man. Yeah, it's like a Dungeon and Dragons that's, brief. It's a Kinjateche case. That's there, a Kinjate case. Right there for you. So they haul him in. Oh, uh, now we're getting to the best part: the crime court procedural. Right. This is my favorite part. Well, let's this hear is it. like well, Jag. Order. Break I it. fucking love it. Break it down for me, then. Break it down. Well, <laughs> it's like I love it. I want to talk about it. <laughs> well, like any, well, like any good case, we all know that as long as you can hire a good lawyer, you're going to get away scot free. They always find the loopholes. Griff. They always find the loopholes. But this judge is actually—he seems to be on, uh, you know, the DEA side. You know, he's—they're uh, trying to play this case like the DEA went out of their jurisdiction. And the judge is like, looks like on the paperwork here, the DEA didn't get you. And Bobby's like, yeah, we got him, Chuck. But, yeah, Bobby the whole time is a child of a man. He's just like, we're going to get this fucker. And he's just making faces <clears throat> at him and stuff, telling him about how his hair looks like doo-doo. And the judge is just <laughs> like, all right, don't mind him. We got him. I mean, you're you're definitely guilty, but here's a $10,000 bail. <laughs> You can walk free, you know, after paying the was bail. Ten thousand? I thought it was ten million. I think it was just ten thousand. Well, you only got to pay ten percent on it, so that would be like somebody knows grand. his legal yeah. system. I, I somebody watches out. more Jag than me. Something you want to tell us? <laughs> Is there some dark secrets in your past? Off the off the record. That's off the record. Should we get Billy Drago, the <laughs> he, therapist from the first episode here on the Terror? Very he, underrated. Sure. Jesus so yeah, so of course you get that classic scene. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, pigs. Yeah. Bobby's just like, and Chuck always oh, is fucking zen as fuck. He's just he like, fucking threw it in his face. He's like, like, oh, I love American democracy, and he just he always does that thing with his hands where he like kinds of kind of brings them together, like he's uh, like Mr. Like he's, Burns kind of yeah, thing? Mr. Burns, like the rich guy hand. He's got those big rings. Well, I think it's just one ring, but oh, under the skin. He th- see, he's a great villain. I wanted more of him. I wanted more of Carlos, especially. Isn't Chuck's real name Carlos? <laughs> yes. See, Carlo v. Carlo. And we I do. This that. is where we first see Carlos because Carlos, he's in the courtroom rocking a skullet like a motherfucker. Dude, he's got that perfect <laughs> just like clown hair going on. I love it. So we got Mr. Burns and we got Sideshow Bob, basically. Or, or <laughs> yes. I should say Krusty the Clown. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and he gives the stink eye to Chuck. He's like, because they recognize, well, masters can recognize each other. Yeah. They see their chi, their aura. Game recognizing game is, you know. And then Scratch they, of course, they just say, fuck it. Like, 
we, I mean, they're supposed to stay, but they're like, we're going to leave. So we, so like Chuck's you gotta, like, you got to point out the one big part before they leave the well, court. You're right, but Chuck's like, come on, Bobby, you. It was his brother, his son. I don't know. Somebody he knew was playing a basketball game. Oh, no, game. man. Before they leave the court, Bobby. It's, it's his younger brother. It's his okay. 13-year-old younger brother. Okay. Bobby fucking slugs Coda in the face. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yes. And he basically spits on him and is like, <laughs> we're going to get your greasy ass. And you knew right there. Like, you knew. Any yeah, fan yeah. of 80s movies. Right. Like, that was your death warrant, Bobby. Yeah, ex- exactly. Especially when they cut right to the basketball game, and you're like, oh, fun family <laughs> moment. Fun family moment. all about to die. Well, no. This, this is but canon. Stephen Seagal movies to know what's about Here's, to happen. But, exactly. But this is where Coda's playing That's that 4D right, chess, because the judge is like, do you want to help put charges against him? No, Your Honor, it's okay. Oh. He was a slide, you know. Oh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use some of your own liberal values against you. Oh, yeah. It's so good. So, so cut to the big high school basketball game. <laughs> Fucking uh, uh, Bobby. I'm so happy that Millhouse loves me, but it's ruining the podcast. <laughs> it's not ruining it. It's enhancing it. We've got an audience of one. She's supposed to be our research team, but she's just researching how to annoy us right now. So Bobby's got his giant 1980s camcorder. He's recording this great fucking basketball game no one's going to watch. But they win, and they're like, yeah, we won. Time for a pizza party, guys. Me and Chuck, we're going to get the pizza. You oh, you and my pregnant wife, go home and set Dude, the place up. I love when they're leaving the basketball game. Bobby is so excited. He grabs his wife and he's like, "I'm gonna fuck you right his here." Pregnant wife. His pregnant wife. wife. What? That? Okay. He's pointing it out for later. Good point. He's got a kink. Let's see. <laughs> yeah. But he's just like, "You're the most beautiful woman in the world. I want everyone to see my dick going in you." And he was like, it, "Chuck's gonna watch." Yeah, his wife. He's wife's, gonna film. He's got the yeah. camera. Oh. oh. Okay. So they've got to go get the pizzas. Wife's going to take the kid back home, and they're going to get the party ready. And you know how to get a party ready. You put out the nice glassware and a one can of Pepsi for everybody. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of Pepsi in this, too. Yeah. I, I got Cobra flashbacks. Cobra flashbacks. Oh, that and goddamn Pepsi. That was a great episode. It was. Very underrated. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right. So... Yeah, I think the only underrated, the only overrated one we have is fucking over the top. It's an overrated episode. Fuck you. So, Goal. <laughs> so let's stop cracking each other up and get back to the movie. No. So we're at the pizza party. We get a little. Uh, I don't know. They're talking about shit, and they get uh, uh, well, the the wife's telling them about how excited Bobby and Scott were, and he's like. Scott was excited, and she's <laughs> well, like, yeah. "Oh yeah, Scott was really into it. You did a good job. That J shot at the end there, fucking nailed it. Kim Olajuwon, Penny Hardaway. <laughs> yes. Well, those are probably names that would be make I want, sense back then. You're right. Penny Hardaway was in my head because I wanted to say like his big line should have been, "He does it the hard way." <laughs> okay. I know you hate me, and I love it. <laughs> so. We get a ring at the door. We're think they're thinking it's Chuck for some reason. I don't know why they would Chuck would, but they answer the door. Holy fuck! It's our man Ramon Coda. Mm. With the thirteen year old brother sees him in the window and he's like, "Don't." Why would she answer the? door? I would never yeah, I answer, answer the door yeah. when I don't know what it. I know he, you don't answer the door when it's me, motherfucker. Exactly. That's so. <laughs> and it, we're talking. We're not even talking about the main door closed. We're talking screen door. You can see each other, and Sean's still just like, "I'm gonna go call the police." <laughs> 
But uh, again, I guess hormones. She she answers the door. She's pregnant. She's pregnant. Cut her a break. <laughs> hormones. So she opens the door. Fucking, I don't even what was the kid's name. He gets immediately iced. I don't know what his name uh, was. Tyler. Tyler. Sure. He's wiped out. A fucking, I guess. Then he then, jumped in the. He he saved. Uh, I would. This was. This is. You can tell this was a Chuck movie and not a Charles Bronson movie. Because in Charles Bronson movie, the wife's getting raped, but that didn't happen yeah. in this movie. She, I thought it was gonna happen. She does. Coda walks in, puts on the glove because he only fingerprints. Yep. Shoots her right in the face. I. She gets shot in the middle of the room, and she ends up along a wall. Yeah, and she's like they shoot. The younger brother, Bobby's younger brother, Tyler, and she's yeah. screaming at them like, "Leave this house!" And <laughs> yeah. which was weird because I'm just like, I'm pretty sure you're about to get shot in the face. Yeah, like, and I don't think "Leave this house" is the appropriate reaction for I just watched my you know future right brother-in-law get shot in the face at 13. Yeah, this I, was some hard shit. Yeah, this was Chuck yeah. really was tough. dug it. Bonsai. <laughs> no. This was dark. So we cut to Chuck and Bobby. Underrated episode. <laughs> they're, they're having so so fun. They're yeah, he's like drumming he's, the pizza. He's like, Bobby, you're going to ruin the pizza. You're going to ruin the pizza. They show up, and aren't the cops already there? The cops already have everything blocked off. Everything taped off. People are dusting for fingerprints. Yeah. Real quick, how do we think Bobby cuts this pizza? With a pair of scissors on my cobra cutters? Underrated episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Somebody so just... we're going to get through every episode tonight. Yes. And they're all underrated. <laughs> yes. Except for over the top bullshit. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I'm not a fan of Captain America either. But anyway, so we, we get <laughs> so we get this great scene. I was shocked because the Bobby actor kind of kept it together. I was like, wow, they're actually going to be subtle about this. But no, after he's told his wife's dead, he runs out and screams like a fucking maniac. Dude, he like pretty much. The aerial shot. Yes. Yeah. Very. Mary Aaron Norris, great job with that shit. Yeah, he sounds like he's about to vomit. He's so emotional. And so and Chuck's emo you can tell Chuck's emotional because he puts his hand on his shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> he he's looking the other way, like, oh shit, is there anyone else here who can help him with this? But they end up having like a little bro down that night because obviously Bobby's too distressed. Like he can't leave him alone because he's going to do something crazy. He well, he they, just his pregnant wife was just murdered, and his brother was just murdered. And they girls. know. Who they know it. who did it, yeah. They know exactly who did it. So Bobby is like, I'm getting that fucker tonight. And Chuck's like, hey, we got to do this the right way. Right. All right? We're gonna, the president is going to want us to murder this man. <laughs> so if you wait like... As long as we get permission, then it's okay. Yeah. If you wait like an hour, we'll get the clear. And he, he's like, you know what? You're right, man. Let's just let's go outside and get some air. They stand up. And here's the act break for me. They stand up. Shoulder, you know, arms around each other's shoulders, like, oh, you're right. I was thinking crazy. Pulls, Bobby pulls that gun out and cold clocks fucking Chuck in the back of the head. Now, how did that pistol whip hold up to Burt Reynolds' pistol whips in Delta Force (laughs) One? Oh, not even close. No, that pistol whip in Delta Force. added to the montage? <laughs> no, that pistol. If you don't know what we're referencing, you should listen to the Delta Force episode. It's very underrated. Yeah. That pistol, know whip, on it. pistol whip in Delta Force 1 still gives me shivers. <laughs> like, my God, it was amazing. This one, not so much. Yeah, I, I should be more. Well, he's a friend. You're not going to beat the shit out of your friend. Well, no, he, he did beat the shit you out of him. He well, knocked yeah, him out but... for like eight hours. He had enough time yeah. to Columbia connect all the way to Columbia. 
Well, no, because no, he doesn't do that. Still, they're still in America. I thought he didn't go to Colombia, did he? All the signs he goes, weren't. He goes straight to the horse track. Yeah, it, all the signs weren't in English. I don't. Okay, I'm, I'm I thought they were. I thought they were in Colombia. I thought they were still in America. Colombia. Be- who cares? <laughs> who cares? So you're telling me that a distraught Bobby hops on an airplane, <laughs> like gets a ticket, yeah. books a flight, <laughs> yeah. hops a plane, waits the 13 hours to get to fucking Columbia, well, finds how, the horse track. How else is he going to get there? The DEAs are there. Is he going to take a boat? Well, is he going to go steal boating? I don't know. Who, who cares about the location? But we're going to the next seat, so it's all a, that matters. They're at a polo match. Bobby's ready to kill. Of course, he's so such a fucking moron that Coda's men, you finger Coda's men, stop him. Yeah. Take him by, and you're like, oh, shit, they're going to kill Bobby. But no, it's our boy Paige. Yep. And the other DEA agents, they go, hey, what are you doing? That really did get me, man. I was like, that was oh, a shock. Slick. I was like, I thought he was dead. Yeah. And then. Then Mr. 4D Chess shows up, and he's just like, <laughs> the double, The double fake. Right. Dakota shows up with his men, and they they get it's what is what's the phrase? A bird in the hand, two in the stone, two throw a rock at a bush, and you hit a bird. They get two for they get two for the price of one. So I'm trying to say, Griff. They get Bogo. Bobby and they get Agent Page and the other DEA agents who've been hawking their ass forever trying to get something on Robert Page. I never really realized that, but this hit movie has a clear Led Zeppelin connection. That was horrible. That's okay. Yeah. That's why, gonna, that's, why okay. that's why I'm going to ignore that. That. Was a... that. that was a stretch. Yeah, that was Woo. a stretch. It's all right. We're all here together. Uh, okay. So this. they kidnap. Feel free to have another drink. They kidnap. <laughs> this is me not, opening the beer. Not and... Skynap, as Bobby pointed out, that joke. He buried that joke in the ground, kind of like that bad joke you just told. Thank you. They kidnap. Hey, someone's got to hold the Agent throne. Page, two guys that don't matter, and Bobby. Take them back to Columbia. Or they're in Columbia. I don't fucking care. So... Uh, Man, that's a point. Yeah, it's a good point. So we get a meeting, a very untu- rip-off of the Untouchable meeting where uh, Al Capone's walking around the table with all his henchmen. Like, yeah. We have a leak well, in here. I just want to say, Chuck did base Coda completely on Scarface. That was the Makes whole sense. point of his character. So he's just like... Man, my fridge stinks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's Speaking okay. of people who stink. So Coda... <laughs> He's like, we got a leak in our operation. And Miguel's like sweating a little. Just a little bit. And he's like, Miguel, have you found that leak? I, I put you on that. Hey, I everything's airtight. I I know. And then all of a sudden, he I think he kind of caresses Miguel's face. It was kind of like, he, I, think he, they, I think something went on between oh those yeah. two. Oh, yeah. Well, they probably did a couple R's together. He forced them into it. How undercover was he? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Go that's one of those things where they he end definitely up having was a court case. Oh, God. That's some tricky waters. And he's like, he's kind of like, you betrayed me, Bobby. It was like a Fredo thing with Michael Corleone where he kissed him and yeah. then like he's dead. And he whips out a knife and just guts Miguel. Dude, he reveals that he's got uh, Bobby captive. Yes. Bobby, and he's got a little like, gas chamber that everybody should have in their house. Everybody should have one of those. With the, with the way the economy's going. You can't right. afford not to have it. I have my little gas room right there. Is that why your house is so cold? Is that that's actually not is a it furnace? Cold? It's a gas chamber. It is usually it? is. Oh well, that's usually because I don't have heat. Yes. Period. So you, you I actually own, have heat. You need your own gas chamber. Last we week, see. I'll have you know, Sean. Last week we were staying hot by keeping my oven on. <laughs> that's but that's furnace, how much we care about you guys. My, I got my furnace working again this week just for you. All right. <laughs> 
So Bobby, red carpet, baby. I'm getting back to this movie. Bobby's in the Bobby's in the gas chamber. He's got the gas face. It's third base. Eighties rapper, third base. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love a third base reference. They just fucking. I I thought I thought Bobby was going to survive. I thought Bobby was going to be rescued, but no, they fucking kill Bobby in this gas chamber. I know. I I totally thought Bobby was the bait. Was was Hector Salamanca Salamanca was he in this room? I believe so. Because what we learn is Maybe not. what we what we learn about Colombia is the president is totally ineffective. Yeah. And it's being really run by General Omeda played by Hector Salamanca from Breaking oh. Bad and uh Better Call Saul. He was the he was the general. He's generalissimo. I excuse me, I he was the he was evil mirror image of our favorite General Taylor. General Taylor was like, that's one ugly son of a bitch when first shown a picture. They kind of were, but they were from a They were both bald old guys. So, uh, Bobby's dead, yada, yada, yada. That was brutal, man. (laughs) 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 They they keep Paige and the two other DAs hostage. And then they send the, then he's so evil, he he makes a a VHS tape of it, and he sends it to General Taylor. Mm Mm-hmm. Of Bobby dying. And then so General Taylor, being the sensitive guy in, he calls in. uh, What the (laughs) hell is about to happen in this movie? I paused it. I was like, you're not actually going to show Chuck that movie of his best friend dying. Yeah. Well, he had to pump him up because he's like, look. This is, I just want to say, this is classic Going Globus motivation. Right. You had... In the first, someone movie, you love gets either raped, or brutally murdered. I thought they were gonna go like Delta Force was gonna be. No, this is about America. Because in the first movie, it's just like that's what I thought Delta Force's job was. They exa- weren't exactly. They weren't just it, getting drug dealers. It wasn't about vendettas. It was about like America's under threat. Well, Griff, they really made up this threat this time. It's personal. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Is this time <laughs> it go? It goes from being about America to being about Chuck's well, immediate friend. It's, well, I, well, it's 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 once again it's two, it's two birds with one stone because we're we're stopping the drug trade with war on drugs and some little vengeance. In Is between. Bobby American? Is it, yeah, then we're all in this together. Good man. point. Oh, god damn! Cue the lean Greenwood. That was good. You've been playing the four D. You've been practicing your four D. So General Taylor's cock come up with this scheme. He's like, look, I've talked to the president. He saw this fucking tape. Dude. He's like, kill every one of these motherfuckers. President was. All on board. And so what we're going to do is... He was basically like, burn the country down. I don't care. Right. But they got to make it... We still got to make it look like we're doing something, you know. Yeah. Vengeance. So he's like, the, the the president's ineffective. He needs our help. He wants to stop these coca guys, but he his hands are tied. He can't do anything. He's a pussy. So <laughs> we're going to we're gonna go over there and and do a, like, a, a, like a search and destroy mission on these coca fields. And so it's all official. It's all on board. But you're going to sneak in beforehand yeah. and take care of business. Mm. So you got you, you only, you only, we only have one day to do this. Because there's got to be a timetable with everything going on. Yeah, they're planning to raise the whole place. And they're like, well, they're still DEA agents. And Bobby might still. Well, they know Bobby's dead. But they're, you know. Well, we they, need yeah, to but get, they got to get those DEA agents. But they and they got to get, get vengeance. So, of course, he's like, well, how much time do I have? 24 hours. It's always 24 that, that's hours. all the president gives. And you've got a week to get your men ready. And uh, also, the fortress, it's up on this mountain, and the three sides are heavily protected. 
Uh, general. Mountains have four sides to them, I believe. Well, funny you bring that up. God, guys, I'm just going to do this alone. <laughs> yeah. The fourth side is made of granite, and it's impossible to climb. And it didn't look that impossible. It, it yeah. wasn't impossible at all. <laughs> every, every I'm pretty sure I could have done that. Up, yeah. It was like him walking up. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. It basically Yeah, I'm waiting for like, this sheer, like, is, you know, it's got, it's got shit growing on it you could grab on. Dude, I don't remember the name of the game, but uh, The Price is Right has that fucking awesome game with the yodeling guy that yeah. slowly goes up the hill. That's right. basically <laughs> the unclimbable mountain that Chuck climbs here. Yeah. Fuck him. So like Chuck. Yeah. I'm sorry. Don't <laughs> fuck Chuck. Uh yeah. he's okay. Sure. Whoa. <laughs> yes. We're what? raising hands now. Yeah. Can we take a pause so I can run to the bathroom? No, just go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you guys are just gonna keep it. I can't miss any of this. <laughs> no, you can. Go. I gotta defend the Colombian here, connection. Here, here's a so jar. Me. Here, use this. Yeah. No, we like this. No. Peeing right here. <laughs> oh pee right there. You need you, you, you the first rule of going to go upstairs is always wear diapers beforehand. It really is. We, we can't stop. Some of our sessions go nine and a half hours, and I have to edit it down to an hour. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. You're more, than, out. you're more than welcome. I've left, the, I've left to go pee yeah. a few times. Yes. I might miss something. Okay. You might. Riveting stuff. So we get the first training montage, or is it just Chuck? Chuck just taking his frustrations out on some poor recruits. It's the frustration. He's sexually frustrated. Yeah, he's, oh, he's really he, upset that there's been no cans in this movie. I'm going to use that as my exit. Okay, but he, he, starts, he grabs everyone in their heads. He's always tossing their hair. Well, he he's just a brute. He's like. A, a mission like this is for brutality. There's no honor fighting in this. So yeah. I'll pull hair, I'll bite, I'll kick you in the balls. I don't yeah. give a fuck. It's about getting results. It looks like a Steven Seagal fight scene because people yeah. constantly just run at him. And if you look at Instagram, I put the pose of him because he's summoning, he's beckoning them, hithering them forth with his little waggy finger. Well, he's teaching them a lesson because he's. we learn later he's all about lessons. He's, it's like Zen fighting is the way to fight. I, I don't know, but yeah, he so he just destroys all these poor recruits, and then we uh, we we get the. Uh, I think, I think we, General comes back out. He's yeah. like, "Hey, like, you're <laughs> ready to kill, partner? President's on board. We're ready to go. Let's do it." So they fly down to Colombia. Can but, I just say, Griff? Yeah. That bonsai try really uh, brings down the murder shed vibe you got going on here. Wow. Thank you. He's very zen. That's why I put it in there. So General Taylor lets it known. He's like, he knows we're coming because the mission, the coca field mission is above board. Everybody knows it. The secret mission is Chuck. Exactly. So he's like, he just sent out a message, Coda. That if I see any of you motherfuckers showing up, I'm gonna kill these Ooh, DEA yeah, agents. Yeah, they've got they've got re- they're really narrowing down. And you know what? This is a good build up for the tension. I'll give you that. They're really trying to build up like the excitement here because now Coda knows that they know about a mission and a secret. Go on. So the Chuck parachutes down into the jungle. He's like, "We have a contact in a village for you." Oh, I wonder who it could be. Wow. It just so happens to be. Well, he's. This, yeah. love, this is my favorite part. That's why I love General Taylor. Yeah. He's like, look. She's, Chuck, how, uh, how do we know we can trust her, General? He's like, well, her husband was killed by Coda. Her baby was killed. Stuffed, the corpse was stuffed with drugs. Yeah. 
used for like drug smuggling, and she was raped by this greasy motherfucker. But keep that on the down low. She's kind of sensitive about that. And he just laughs, this big belly laugh. General's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. General's crazy as shit. Slightly uncomfortable. Yeah, it yeah. was. That even offended me a little. And Ooh. then she, wasn't it weird? And then she <laughs> seemed awfully like there was. She seemed pretty breezy with Chuck. Man. No, I thought well, they were gonna fuck. Yeah, like I was. But, like, but, uh, but this is the Chuck movie. Of course, they're not gonna fuck. Well, and not gonna fuck. I, there could have been a. I, I could see there being a scene where she wants to fuck him, and he's like. No. Okay. Puts like your clothes back on, like like junk lodge. There definitely cyborg. is that scene. We'll get to it in a minute. But he lands in the village. We find the woman. A right. lot of the villagers are just kind of like lukewarm on the idea of this American dropping in on them. Oh, yeah. And they're all Filipino, by the way. They're, Even though they're we're all, in Colombia. Yeah, they're all Filipino. Even Colombia's got to import cheap labor. That's how yeah. how bad it's gotten. So Chuck forces right to business. Where, you know, like, uh, where can I change? We need to get to this mountain. I need to get up that mountain. And she's like, change over there. Let's go. You get that, like, you little. You get, get the Indiana Jones Temple of Doom rope bridge. Yeah. Of course, you got to have a scene where one of the boards breaks. Yeah. She's like, you need to lose some weight. And he's like, well, she's I'm like, already fit as can be. Well, lady. no, she's like, get rid of that pack. He's like, yeah. I got all my killing machines in here. I ain't dropping yeah. shit. So then we, and then you're right. We have the scene where they're just like, we got it. We got to relax for a minute because I got to. I got. I'm like a ninja. I got to do this at night. So let's just chill in for a minute. You need the, need the moon and out there. And does she like talk about her past? Like how, why she needs to well, kill? Well, this is the moment where he could have just slinked his way in there. Um, she's looking at a little locket. Oh, they, like, okay, right. Take a little break, and she's looking at that locket. And he knows her backstory. He knows the backstory, and she just starts, like, breaking a few tears, and she's like, this American's got to get himself killed climbing up this mountain that's basically like an escalator. Um, but Chuck, instead of being like, hey, got a warm tent over here, he's like... He's talking about his pants. He's not talking about a real tent. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Man, if I didn't have Murray here to explain jokes, no one would so, ever get So, you son of a bitch. <laughs> so, so no, this is where, yeah, you're right. Chuck, he just, <laughs> he just puts his hand out to her. And that human connection, she went through the five stages of grief right there in that, in that moment. Yeah. And she's totally fine. She's cured. Yeah. She's over her fucking husband and child's death. She's over her rape. She's over everything. Yeah. Then Chuck goes, well. Time to climb. Time, Time to for climb. me to climb. And I so wish, I wish he, he does, uh, like you said, he does a climb that any of us in this room yeah, could fucking do. no Tom Cruise. Yeah. There he is a snake not... up there. What? There is a snake up there, I oh, might yeah. add. There, the, the snake scene was probably the yeah, last good scene. Good. What? what? How did you get Are up you? here? <laughs> I just off, I need man. to get you back into this movie. We're kind of sleeping over there. No, checking your checking your phone. I <laughs> I'm looking get... at my notes. He's looking at my phone because I'm not. I, I didn't realize that <laughs> we were supposed to take notes like we were in the 80s. Oh, yeah. Okay. We like to kill trees here. Yeah. That's um, how authentic this podcast is. Yes. It's true. We take Everything. it. Yeah. They watch VHSs. Right. Sometimes laser discs. Always <laughs> laser discs if possible for the underrated episodes. Yes. So, <laughs> so we cut back to our man, General Taylor. He's flying in with their mission. He meets up with Ernesto, the slime ball, fucking stooge of uh, Codas. He, he's working with the general, right? Yes. Okay. Victor Victor Salamanca. Yes, and yeah. they're all working with Coda. So his job is to fucking be as intrusive and fuck up the whole operation be as real possible. Taylor. 
Yes, cock block Taylor at every moment. He is a perfect, Ernesto is a perfect little brother. He is so annoying. He's constantly like, guys, what's this map for? What, what are these pictures? What do you think everything is? Yeah, so Taylor, they got, we got the Delta Force is with Taylor, but they're undercover. So, they, so they, uh, they're like, hey, we don't have any guns. We're just here to observe. Yeah, we're just here to, do you see those soldiers? He says it four times for him. He says, do you see those soldiers with guns? Do you? And Ernesto's like, no, fuck, jeez, guy. So there's this building tension with them. Right. Okay, you know what? Sean, I'm realizing I do like this movie more than I thought because that <laughs> that tension. General Taylor really saves it. He he really does, and I I expected more Steve James, more villain, more Carlos, especially. I don't get. And he comes Carlos. up later, but right now we're dealing with General Taylor, and he has a map out, and they have this section, this red zone where mm-hmm. we're the, where we're supposed to hit all these coca fields, and he's like, hey. Isn't that where that scumbag Ramon Cota lives? Like right south of where they're at? Yeah. Interesting. You're supposed to stay in the north. You're not supposed to go anywhere near there. You can't leave the red zone. And like, whatever you say, wink to the camera. Cut back to Chuck. Chuck is still fucking on this mountain. Slowly. He's still climbing up. Yeah. Yeah, he's like falling (laughs) off of it at this point. Like, whoa, got to make this look a little more dramatic. Makes he, I don't think that was a good idea, by the way. He starts, like, swinging back and forth. He doesn't know what his uh, rope is anchored into, and he just starts swinging back and forth. That's how badass he is. Oh, okay. So, cup, so he's, he's, well, he's cut back to General Taylor. Ernesto, a little slime ball, goes, oh, by the way, I just got let, uh, news from our president. We've already taken care of the mission. We won't be needing you guys. The mission's canceled. The mission is canceled. And General Taylor's like, Fuck! Get the fucking president on the horn. I got to talk to him. Oh, yeah. Calls him up. I think, was there, if something, what changed the president's mind? Was there like another like murder tape or something? Ah, fuck. I don't, I don't remember. I imagine General Taylor's badassery was like, (laughs) listen, man, we're here. We might as well light him the fuck up. He's like, he's like, look. Chuck is already halfway up the mountain. Yeah, president, no we can't. Stop we it. can't stop. And he's, he's like unstoppable. And unless then, we talk to his bodyguard, no, and, stop it. and then the president's like, "Well, then, fuck, it's on. Murder is a go." Yeah. So Chuck gets to the estate. Finally, finally, it took him a day to climb this mountain. It's like literally a hill. And he uh, he goes first. He goes to the communications area. The stranglehold is a go. I just want to point that out. <laughs> yes. it's Operation, which was the title of the movie. It was supposed to be Operation Stranglehold. Yes. So then little Ted Nugent plays in the background. That's Woo! right. Wango and... Tango, buddy. <laughs> no, I was thinking Song Stranglehold. <laughs> I understand. So. I was saying that he was making a Wango Tango. Yeah, Wango Tango. Yeah, that wasn't... That's not a good I'm song. trying to narrate this in a visual perspective for our listeners. <laughs> you do paint a picture. This will be the least downloaded episode. That's all my <laughs> But it'll be the most underrated. <laughs> there you go. Then you're so yeah. So yeah, this Chuck. Yeah, you're right. So Chuck. Before Chuck takes out the communications, he calls back to uh, to General. He's like, "Hey, what's going on?" And he's like, and "Then he goes, stranglehold is a go." Yeah. So Chuck breaks the dude's neck in the communications thing. This this guy was just trying to work his way through college. He was kind of like Ken from our last movie. Fucking poor Ken. But Chuck just murders him. Just murder. And no big he's deal. just like you. Usually, I guess because he's got to do it on silent mode. He's like, I can't shoot up this place. He just grabs the wire and just yanks it out by hand, which is pretty fucking hard. But he's Chuck, so I guess yeah, he can do it. So they have no communications. They have no way. They're cut off now. 
While that's going on, Delta Force and General Taylor jump in a fucking chopper with Ernesto. Yeah. And they're like, let's go murder some people. They... As soon as they get off the ground, they immediately rip off their fucking flags off their... So this is like fucking... America had nothing to do with this mission. Some mercenary shit. <laughs> right. Yeah. Going for it. Whip out the machine guns they had hidden all through the uh, yeah, they helicopter. Yeah, panel. Ernesto's, you know, they're like, we're going. Ernesto, do you want to come with? Is that, is that when we get the greatest General Taylor line of all time? Probably. Which Ernesto one? Ernesto starts throwing a fit. And then General Taylor he's hits him being, with the, he's being why cool. don't you shut the fuck up? <laughs> that is later. He's, right. he's still being okay. kind of playful with them because he's right. like, you guys got to stay in the red zone. And he's like, oh, this is the what red is, zone. Yeah, he's like, whatever you say, buddy. Yeah, he's and just then, he's playing totally coy with them because they pull the guns out. Ernesto's like, what are those? Did you lie to me? They're like, do you want to stay here or do you want to come? With I, I have to point out while that's going on, of course, the mastermind Coda. He knows Chuck is parachuted in, so he goes to the village. Yeah, and he's like, and this is so how just evil he is. He grabs the village elder, and he's like, "I heard that there's an American here." Yeah, and of course, and these people they've known Chuck all five minutes, so they're willing to die for Chuck, and they're just not saying shit. And then finally, some five year old kid cracks, yeah. fucking bitch. And they, they killed that dude. Well, no, they no, they were going to kill the guy. Oh, and this is a, this is how evil that he is. She gives it up, and he still shoots the fucking village elder. Yeah, and and our, our, I don't even did she have a name the woman the the contact I don't know. Oh uh, yeah, contact. Okay, she notices <laughs> that, so it hardens her. She's like, oh fuck this guy. So Chuck and Delta Force, they're up on the the estate. They're murdering like a madman, breaking necks. Rex yeah. and effects, and I, I do love. It reminded me of Jim Cotta. He has that moment where there's like the light fixture along a balcony, and he wants to get up <laughs> on the balcony. So he grabs onto the balcony, does like a gymnastics move to get himself on it, and then well, like Aaron Norris probably did that. Yeah, good yeah. point. Aaron Norris did this. Aaron Norris is very talented. Directed this movie and did that scene. <laughs> He's pretty good. Yes, he but he throws that guy over. His gun disappears in the transaction, but. Yeah, because basically, when uh, when Stranglehold is a go, basically what General Taylor's saying is, look, just get the D agents out, and you can do whatever the fuck you want to do, Any Chuck. way you want. We know you're going to do it the right way. So Chuck, he does. First thing he does, he releases the DEA agents. Our boy, uh, Agent Page, hey there, how you doing? <laughs> and he's like, I'll take these guys, and we'll get out of here. Yeah, he gives everybody a gun, but Page kind of like hangs back. He's like, I'm not going to leave you. We don't. Quite know that, but we get the idea because we see Paige's look. He's got that. Aaron Norris knows how to make a guy look like he's not about to do the thing he was told to do. Right. So then Chuck's like, time for personal business. So he goes right to the like uh, room, the bedroom of Coda. The master bedroom, which but, I was impressed. Like, I'm glad that you designed your whole bedroom off of Coda's bedroom oh, here. Oh, absolutely. The pink or I the mean, purple drapes. A real rape factory. Yeah, what he was going for. Yeah, the grand piano in the room. Yeah, like I mean, you got to serenade. Exactly, like you got to make him feel comfortable before. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> right. Anything to relax the mood. It's going to be a he's, little bit weird. He's got the bathtub. That yeah. oh god. I don't think murdering your husband and your baby exactly uh you know lubes <laughs> the pipe. Jesus <laughs> <laughs> Christ. But look, but he's not the only person in that bedroom, and it ain't Coda. It's who, Griff? The guy you've been talking about all fucking movie? Carlos! 
got the skullet flowing. There's Dude. Like, there's like, there they're was, inside, but there's a wind blowing his hair. It's Dude. weird. I just want to say, there was one guy in there. Chuck takes him with ease. Just halves his way with him. Tossles his hair and everything. And then he thinks he's going to like pop out into this room. And next thing you know, that's when like two guys pop in and then Carlos pops in. Finally, Chuck has an adversary. Because he has had no competition this whole movie. Right. Does he have an adversary? Because Carlos is whooping his ass in the beginning. Car- Carlos does hand his ass to him for a little while there. But does he... Because he's got Chuck pinned down, knife to the throat. Got butterfly knife pinned down. That was the, the big. Th- that was we didn't really build it up enough. Coda's big thing is the butterfly knife. Everybody's big thing in the late eighties, early nineties. That's a good point. Knife. But think, Car- yeah. Carlos and uh, and Coda, they were the big guys to show it off. So yeah, so you know he knows his way around the knife because he can twirl it around like anybody who's ever fucking had a exactly. butterfly knife can it's do. Not a, it's not impressive. It's like twirling like. a baton. It's no big deal. So, but he's got Chuck pinned down, and this is where Chuck he was rope a dope in the motherfucker. He's just like, my turn to teach. School's out, motherfucker. <laughs> and he just well that comes later because he starts whooping the shit out. He goes lesson one the hard way. <laughs> And he just he puts him in an arm bar, snaps the fucking butterfly knife out of his hand, slaps him around. Fuck it. He'd like to toss his hair, but you don't have shit on top of his head. <laughs> and then he's like, lesson two. And he starts whips that ass some more. And then he goes, the classic line that you just stepped on. Sorry. School's out. I like that you didn't even give it to him. I know. When I let and him deliver he, it. He, he, you ruined he, it. He already did it earlier. <laughs> and then he karate kicks the guy. There happens to be a statue holding a sword in the corner. Carlos lands on the sword. What is with these accidental sword deaths? <laughs> Two movies in a row. Mr. No likes. There was an accidental sword death in that. Oh, you're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It happens, dude. What Chunk it. Samurai. <laughs> I kind of miss him. Like, I know that this is a 1990 movie and we're like, oh, it wasn't as good as the first one. But there yeah. is seriously, like, when I was watching this, I was like, I legit miss seeing blood in movies. I miss... This is why you guys are needed. Right. There's a need I, for Golden Globus. I miss watching a guy who actually knows how to fight, right. fight somebody without all those choppy cuts, you know, and the I, editing. Exactly. I miss I miss just, like, let's pan out and let these two spar like normal, like, you know, act or choreographer, whatever, stuntman would do. I miss, like, practical effects. Yeah. Um, I miss, like, everything is, like, so militarized now when it comes to action, like, this I missed the blue jeans. I'm a dumbass American approach to everything yeah. that we see in these movies. Uh, it, it's just a lost art. There's there's never going to be the Death Wish remake. Fuck that. It's probably trash. Yeah, I, I didn't I've, see it. Probably. probably. Well, we never. I'm sure it. it is. We don't want to judge a book by its cover. It's a good point. I will. I'm the guest. You okay. Can, it sucks. Ooh. You can roast me. I'm not a fan. You saw Did it? Did you see it? No. Okay. okay, but it's got new Bruce Willis in it. Yeah, what does that mean? Just not '80s Bruce Willis? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Seriously, this is the golden age. That fucking RoboCop remake. Oh, oh, that was really not bad. A, yeah, what that was brutal. The fuck? They took it from being this cool sci-fi thing to like super family. CGI oriented. took over. Ugh. CGI ruined everything. It's no, terrible, it's, man. it's not even. I will a... take a guy getting kicked by Chuck Norris and shoved on a spear any day of the week. That that's true. That. Well. I think one thing is they thought for some reason there had to be good acting in an action movie, which nobody goes to an action movie for acting. So you had to have like your 
like A list actors in action movies now. Yeah. yeah, we became all about the pretty. Yeah. Like there was a time where, like, legit, like my mom had to suffer through Delta Force too. I'm sure in the theater, probably, yeah, with my father. You <laughs> yeah, know? and it was just like this is what it is. Well, I I was at the gym the other day, and I was just like looking at you know the people who actually have muscle mass, and I was just like, this is the recruiting class for me right now. If you want to see that, oh boy. Uh, I was like, this is the recruiting class for Golan Globus right here. Like, these guys have no idea how to read a line, but they well, would have pl- been in a movie. Yeah, there's plenty of pro wrestlers and MMA guys that could be making movies. They could be. Um, I don't know if I like a lot of the movies The Rock's been in. I heard Jumanji was good. No, he's still searching for his uh, <laughs> his Terminator. Yeah, but still, everything that's being made now is PG-13. I will, I will, like, even yeah. anything, like, and it's one of those things where it's because like, when the RoboCop remake came out, we went to see it. Yeah. And so we watched the first one, and it had been years since I'd seen it. And so the actual use of, like, re- like when people would get shot and shit, like, it was, like, partially, I was like, fucking A. Using, <laughs> using blanks. And I, yeah, I just blood think, squibs. You don't yeah. have that anymore. I just think when you're not trying to sell the story on realism, you're trying to bring them into this fake universe, and you're just like, here's what's happening Whoa. in it. That's my biggest gripe with comic book movies, and that we're creating a fantasy world, but everything has to be realistic. Yeah, like why can't Wolverine wear a Wolverine costume from the comic? Fuck yes, I want to see. I want. I'm sorry, I want to see those bright ass colors, man, or even the brown Wolverine. Mm. I don't care. I'd be happy with any color. I just Cyclops and those blues. Ooh, ooh, over the pants underwear. The, the way to do it. The random belts so, over his chest. Oh. But it's a good thing we have old Golden Globus to fall back on. Yep. Yes, you're absolutely and right. action in general. But back to this We movie. digress. So, okay, Carlos is dead. Carlos was completely oh. handled. Moment of silence for Carlos. Pour out, pour out that beer. R.I.P. Rip. We hardly knew you, Carlos. I love you. I think he had zero lines, but I'm gonna look up what other movies you were in and we're gonna get you back in here, bud. He kinda reminded he was like the Hispanic version of that Asian guy that was in every he uh Uh, the Asian guy who grabbed the crunch bar in Die Hard. And he also electrocuted uh Mel Gibson in Lethal Weapon. Yes. Oh wow. I saw him and I was like, he looks exactly I'm being racist. (laughs) No Make that note. Make that note. Jot it down, folks. You know, like, if you if you're listening to this, you know who we're talking about. Yeah, everyone so, just immediately the second you say the guy <laughs> shocking Mel Gibson yes. and the Crunch Bar, Scarlet Asian like, guy with the big full Manchu knows mustache. Exactly who that dude is. <laughs> yeah. So so but this so then Coda, Mister Forty Chess walks in. Hey there, guy's gun. Chuck's got to have a gun, man. So what's he do? He's he's doing the Mister Burns hands. Got thing. those hands going. I noticed that you don't have a gun today. He's like <laughs> he's like, and then he says he's, he drops this line. He's like, we're kind of like the same people. Neither one of us fears death. Oh. And then Chuck's like, you're a fucking bitch. Fuck you. I wanted more of Coda, <laughs> man. He's, he was very poetic in what he said. He's so cringe. It just makes you so angry. You wanted to see someone not named Chuck Norris <laughs> punch him in the face. And Chuck, well, Chuck calls him out, but he's he's outgunned. He's surrounded by you know, like guns. And so <laughs> they tie him up, put him in the gas chamber. He's yeah. about to get the gas face. And so... <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Third base, probably. <laughs> Little MC search for it. <laughs> so, so, uh, 
So Delta Rose is still killing people outside. Don't worry, guys. They're still taking care of businesses. Our fucking Not man. Not quite as many as the first one. But since Chuck's... There's no, theme you know, no there's no... It's not as fun. It's not. A, it's nowhere near as fun as the murdering one Delta Force 1 was. Yeah. But they... There was no bazookas at all. We here. But not songs. We just... So... Yeah. So while that's going on, since Chuck's been captured, the call goes out to General Omida and his crib that's like the next valley over. He's, yeah. he's on the other side of the mountain. And he's got his uh, like prostitute girlfriend. And she's like, this was the closest we got to nudity in the movie. Yeah. And she's all pissed off because he's like, honey, I, I got to take care of business. But we were going to go to the mall. I got to. She's she, like, she, they they made a total re- like they're trying to belittle all the males on the villain side. Yeah, so they, they let their women run off, like, walk over them. Well, you yeah, know. She, th- he's they're like, just... uh, she she was like, you were supposed to give me the sweet love, and he's like, I got business to attend to. She's like, you're no good anyways. Your dick's too small. You just fucking belittle the hell out of him. And so he he just jumps in his chopper, and this is like. Like I said, opposite sides of the same coin. We got our good guy, General Taylor. We got our evil guy, General Omeda. And they're going to have a helicopter flight. Ooh, little, little helicopter flight. Little. Well, it was low. Well, five people died beforehand. I so. will say before that, oh, they do. Jesus. They're probably. That scene was probably amazing, but they had to cut it out, obviously, because yeah. five people died in the process. Before they get into that helicopter fight, they do. The helicopter does arrive at Corda's place. Yeah. They do break Chuck out. Well, yeah, yeah. So what happens is, so uh, Coda, he's got Chuck in the gas chamber, and it's like got glass walls, so yeah. you can watch them die. Yeah. And he so he and he does another like evil speech. He's like peeling yeah. a hard boiled egg with some weird shit. I, it's he, it's a, <laughs> it's the only thing that'll mask his musk is a hard nice hard boiled egg. He's got a pickled egg. He's eating. Yeah. <laughs> That's how evil he is. He he actually eats pickled he, eggs. He he's got a big his, jar right in the middle of his tacky fucking table. He's clipping toenails on the table. <laughs> it's just fucking gross. And Chuck Chuck being the man he is, he's been in there for like ten minutes. He's still not dying. Yeah. And just in the nick of time, our buddy General Taylor shows up because he tells. Ernesto to shut the fuck up and just start shooting rockets <laughs> at this fucking compound. Somehow manages not to kill Chuck, but just blows a hole open. That was yes. A fucking fist pump moment. Though. Yeah. Oh. And, which it's, yes, it, it was. stuns Coda. He's knocked out. Chuck busts out. Of course, in typical. Still, still has his hand tied. In typical Agent Page fashion. As soon as all this shit came down, he pops up. He hey no- there! Notices that Coda's down for the count. <laughs> notices Chuck's out and needs a little help. So he's like, hey there, Andy. I mean, uh, Mr. Norris. I mean, uh, Scott. Let me help you out here. And he cuts the bonds, and then Chuck's like, get us a car. Right on it, buddy! <laughs> And he runs down. I was down in the car already. I got it warmed up. I got the tunes busting. Busting? Yeah. yeah. So he's got Gasping the... They got, they got the bulletproof limo ready. They get Coda. Chuck grabs Coda. Throw him in there. Let's make our exit because we only got... like. I'm surprised he didn't have like a readout. Like, we got to be out of this know, country the, in like, the synchronized in, like watches. 10 minutes. There, there was a countdown to the, the uh, Delta Force bombs. Yeah, yeah. So, they, so they're taking off. All the goons start following him, but Chuck's a master driver. Even with a limo, he's just evading them all. The fucking car chasing. Omega fucking shows up. He starts shooting rockets at fucking Chuck. We think Chuck's going to be dead, man, because the car, like, crashes. Omega's just hovering there, toying with him. Toying. Fucking... 
Dakota, evil fuck. He's just laughing, cackling like a madman in the bag. You can't. You're, you're not gonna. You're all dead. You're not gonna get out of here. Yeah. And then our boy fucking General Taylor just just shows up out of nowhere. He's got he's got the fucking silent mode on, so they can't hear his chopper. Always silent mode. And he just blows fucking Omega out of the sky. I want to point out. It's very clear that uh, General Bellissimo's or whatever the fuck his name is, his helicopter, you can clearly see how many rockets it can hold. It's like four, and he's already fired like nine. <laughs> well, that's that's going Globus Live. That's going like, Globus Like, you never... Yeah. Like, well, the guy in uh, uh, General Taylor's uh, thing, he's shooting... He, <laughs> there's no way to get that many bullets in that machine gun <laughs> yeah. yet. He's just constantly just murdering everybody. Except for one like fat comic relief extra who who like evades the bullets. Oh, the right. guy in the porta potty. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, hang on. Oh, the, that was the best. The fucking dude who <laughs> oh, he was the man. one who alerted him. Oh, Sean's yeah. got like, notes for this. Son That's of cool. a bitch! <laughs> 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 he's, got his, he's the one who alerted General. He's running through a hail yeah, of bullets with calls, his pants around his legs. The general he calls Salamanca, and then Salamanca's like, "What? Shit! Yeah, red alert! Yeah, that was it." <laughs> That right. was it. I'm glad you brought him up because he was a major character of this yeah, movie. Son of a bitch! Yeah, he had more lines than Carlos. Yeah, he did. Ooh. <laughs> That's a good point. Did you, so, you top out there? Oh, yeah. You got excited. People are going to have to pull off their headphones. You told me to speak so, up. Yeah, you still do it about <laughs> 10% of the time. 50. You were like, I'm going to be loud. Yeah. Let me get in here. <laughs> Sorry. So this is where I think it needed to end, but we had to prolong it because then Chuck he, he starts walking oh, yeah. with our man Agent Page and Coda, and they make it to that village where contact Senora contact Senora contact good call and <laughs> she she and then Chuck is just like hey we got to hide or something because the general's looking for us. But we got all these guys chasing us. And she's like, here, hiding. Like, it's like a Gilgan's Island kind of village. Yeah. They got all these huts. I just want to say, calling her Senora Contact is a very uh, soldier move. Is it? I thought someone was going to sure. say yeah. soldier. <laughs> That's an underrated That was episode. an underrated That is an underrated But episode. the joke of that was everybody in soldier yeah, was yeah, just yeah. named Unit You're 1, right. Force 2, Contact A. <laughs> Go okay. on, Gilgan's okay. Island. I think we need to finish this. Yeah, we do. It's true. So, so there's another <laughs> this boring shootout in this village. Um, it's just all kinds of shits happening. What it serves, what it serves to do, because Chuck's like, I gotta take care of business. Page, I know you're a pussy. Just fucking watch Coda for me. Can you do that? Yeah. And he's like, Yeah, I can do that. Coda's no problem. Like, Coda's tied up and everything. He's got no tricks. He can't even put his hands together. To his <laughs> He's doing Mr. it behind Bird. his back, though. Yeah, he is. And <laughs> just as luck would have it, I was it like a misfire? I, somebody hits the the hut and it, the shit falls on Agent uh, Agent it's, Agent Page. It's so hard to keep track of Why this do I scene. Keep on calling him Pierce. Yeah, I don't, huh? I don't That's fine. There's so much anarchy happening. There is a helicopter. Friends, gen or a good general, just. Friendly Hail, fire. Hail, hailing missiles down on them. Right. It's somehow missing all of the good people, all of the villagers, everything. That's how good fucking Taylor is. But finally, one goes... The good Delta Force is. They, they, they trained a whole week for this, dude. Finally, Chuck's that like... That was a pretty sweet montage. <laughs> finally, Chuck... Uh, like, a missile goes astray. Chuck had to go do he's just, something. He's just killing guys, like, on the ground yeah. with machine guns. And the hut with Corda uh, in it... You know, Paige gets knocked out, but Corda isn't. It's Coda, he, by the way. Coda, thank you. Yeah. He gets up, 
and he gets away. But Senora, Senora Contact, Contact chases after him, and they go off into the woods. Right. And do we just follow them, or does something else happen I, here? I, I, Probably it's a more, jungle. Yeah, but it, sure. Did I say woods? Yeah, that's a very Michigan well, thing of me know, to do. I know. Just be I'm like, so... I don't want to be the. No, it's <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> fine. Technically, just... it's not technically the woods. So, yeah. So what? Well, so, not technically Columbia. Chuck's finishing up the guys on the <laughs> ground, and so she finally catches up to Coda, and he playing mind games with her. He's just like, yeah, I like the way you felt when I raped you in my my cheesy ass bedroom and my. Nah, nah. You were a real good fuck. <laughs> so you're just like, God damn it! Can someone kill this guy already? <laughs> I know. Oh, I want and, it so bad. But she's so like hot, and I'm not in a good way. Hot on the guy. She's pissed off that she like miscalculates, and he gets the machete from her yeah. and stabs her. Dude, I, that fucked me up too because I was like, I'm so. Because of it being 2018 and me so used to fucking PG-13 movies, I was when she died, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Like, her husband dies, her baby dies, mm-hmm. she gets raped, she mm-hmm. finally gets maybe the upper hand on this she, guy. Yeah, she's got the high to, ground. For, for Globus to really drive it home that he's the worst <laughs> this villain is, ever. This is Chuck at this point. Just... Machetes are right because Chuck doesn't want anybody else to be the hero. I I was really excited for her to get that vindication because she because yeah. we know Chuck's not going to kill him. Yeah. So I was like, Fuck well, no. Yeah. What what it is is they're they're trying to make this guy so evil. It's like Chuck has to kill this guy now, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I guess you're right. They are just like kicking that can like. See how evil he is? He didn't just right. kill the whole family. Burt Reynolds and Delta Force gave the gold back. <laughs> yeah. The other guy gave the cabbage patch doll back. There was a lot of humanity right? in that you're situation. Like, These are bad hijackers. <laughs> yeah. They, so yeah, you're God they damn, got a point. good call. So so yeah, so Chuck finally shows up. This he, is extreme nineties. This is what happens when you make a <laughs> Golan Globus film without Golan in nineteen ninety. Yeah, yeah. It's a bad thing. So he he re, first he runs to Senora Contact, and he's like, uh, "You're gonna make it through. You're gonna, you're gonna do it." And she's just like, "What? I'm dying. Whatever you do, just please kill this motherfucker." And he's just like, "I can't. It's it's it goes against all our democratic values." So he actually captures Coda one last time. Yeah. And he's like, he contacts General Taylor. General Taylor's having the time of his life. He's like, it's like being young again. He's just like blowing shit up. It is weird how excited General Taylor is <laughs> about like, all like, oh, people are dying. <laughs> Whatever, man. I get to light this village well, up. How many times do you get to shoot rockets out of a helicopter? Dude? I've never done yeah, that. Yeah, I'd probably lose my shit if <laughs> yeah. I got to shoot rockets out of a helicopter. So he make, so Chuck's got the walkie-talkie. He's like, hey, we're down here. I can't see shit. He's like, well, just drop these uh, like this ropes, I guess. And so they drop two ropes down, one for Coda, one for Chuck. Chuck connects them. Bad guys are showing up. And the, for some reason, they couldn't like pick them up. They had to drag them through the, the forest for some well, reason. Because they were getting shot at. Okay. The so they're getting shot at from the ground. So Chuck. So it's hooks. safer to like drag you through a, a jungle well, where you could slam into they trees. Getting up. I mean, you know, it looks cooler. It's <laughs> yeah. fun. It adds an extra ten minutes to the movie. That's yes, what it, does. it did. And yeah, but so if I don't. The movie had panned out. This would have been a theme park ride. You would have been coded. I would. I would have loved that. Woods. <laughs> that was. 
that actually was the inspiration. That's actually the inspiration for that, those things where you go down the – what are they called? Where you're, zip line. Zip lines, I'm yeah. so glad that you said and added an extra 10 minutes from the movie because I was like, <laughs> what is this tension? It's oh, fucking horrible. Like, they were like, we can build a ride around now, this. I <laughs> we're gonna is, call Universal Studios. Yep. This is totally where I kind of zoned out for a while. Yeah, did Could you imagine if Golden Globus had a theme park? Oh my god, that would be so, can we start a Kickstarter whoa, 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 whoa. for that? Okay, that's edited out of the episode because we can't give that gold away. <laughs> like we always joke around about saving for the podcast, save that for off the podcast. Did did like something? Did uh, Coda's like line he was on snag on something well, and get? Because no, Coda was like. He was screaming at a couple of his Filipino guys, like, <laughs> cut the rope! Oh, yeah. Cut the rope! So one of them machetes it. He's like, I'm okay. going to be number one in the boss. Fuck you, Miguel. I'm yeah. taking your spot, <laughs> you traitorous bitch. See, you're so, so goes, good at watching these movies. And he machetes and the, the fucking rope, but he doesn't cut it just enough. Yeah, he gets a weak Chuck swing. Norris, if he had I cobra believe- cutters, that would totally go slightly through it. I believe at that moment, Chuck... While strapped into this fucking Cedar Point ride, yeah. <laughs> double kicks two of these guys in the face, right? Yeah. And he, launches sure. them he over was a getting, log they were in the getting, woods, They were getting pulled. Unquote. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. They were getting pulled by the helicopter again. Yeah. And it just so happened that two guys it's were like running the, along. The gun- slowest speed racer scene ever in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. They get like speed racer. Fucking Hold on. I got to have my woods moment here. Hey, come on. It's pod <laughs> racer. So- I, I could have swore an Ewok cut his thing, but maybe not. <laughs> But oh, that's pretty racist. Either way. <laughs> oh my god. So, so yeah. So then they finally get away. But you notice that there's he's his his line. Coda's line is kind of frayed. Yeah, they're all he's the way shit talking. And Chuck t- still, still bad. Yeah, just, never let you off. know he's so smug. He's he's pure 1980s <laughs> Nicolas Cage Billy Drago. Oh like, yeah. Just, you know I'm gonna get out of this. <laughs> I killed your friend's knit brother. <laughs> I killed your friend's pregnant wife. I'm oh. going to get to do it again. I'm going to be snorting some coke, banging some exactly. bitches. Exactly. All, all because of your goddamn liberal democratic. Exactly. Like, it's a good thing you guys don't have that fucking wall because I keep marching <laughs> all my cocaine right, right across I'm the border. I'm going to double it, triple it. Yeah. He's, he's like, really going at And me. anybody who stops What are you going to stop me? Are you going to build a wall? Ha! You ain't going to do nothing. I triple dog dare you to do anything. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. If only, you know Trump could have used this movie to get funding for that wall. He'd well, go look. Isn't that what he showed in his I'm, address yesterday? It was just yeah. Billy Drago. I'm glad chicks. you brought this up because he certainly put out some numbers. And I was listening to him. I'm like, those numbers sound very familiar. He fucking ripped off Marion Cobretti's numbers from the beginning of Cobra. Yeah. He was up there saying, like, there's a rape every 32 <laughs> seconds. I was like, that's Cobra, you fuck. What was even weird. Very underrated episode. Go no, listen to God our God damn it. But what was clearly even. Clearly the president listens. <laughs> clearly. What was even. Well, knock it off. He even, he even went on a tangent where he talked about all the violent crimes that immigrants, air quotes, uh, caused in America. Straight from Cobra again. He ex- Cobra. he explained Everything's he explained Cobra. the fucking grocery scene. I was like, "You fuck! That's <laughs> that's Cobra in the grocery scene." <laughs> and it was word for word what we said too. That's what really made me angry, dude. If you're gonna talk about Cobra, do your own shit. I'm Don't calm, steal. I'm trying to get bets. a hold of Mueller just to tell him like, is plagiarism enough to get this guy? Because <laughs> yeah. he just that's how we're gonna get him, Grip. <laughs> <The> impeachment. <laughs> 
<laughs> he fucking plagiarized Golden Globus Theater's Cobra Pie. We're gonna get. We're gonna get Figer. We're gonna get the the Russian lady. I never remember Yo, her Monica name. <laughs> If you're oh guys, God. if you guys are from Michigan, you're loving these jokes. It's okay. very inside shit. So to end this movie, the villain falls to his death, and then the credits roll. <laughs> that is such <laughs> fuck off, Griff. That is such an underplay of what happens. <laughs> Billy Drago is motherfucking Chuck left and right, right? Yes, and he is. And then all of a sudden, Chuck is there dangling there, just hanging out in this incredibly expensive helicopter shot. Yeah. General Taylor is laughing his fucking ass off. Just, <laughs> that scorpion tail in the Ernesto wind. out the side of the helicopter. <laughs> and all of a sudden, Draco's like, there's nothing you can do. I'm invincible. <laughs> And right then, Chuck's like, you sure about that? Wink. Rope snaps. Ooh. Motherfucker falls. Just and falls. It's, and Chuck's conscience is totally clean because he was going for his knife. That was He was ready to kill He him. was so ready to kill. He was. And then, then luck would have it, God killed his fucking boys. Mm. Winds yeah. of change pick up, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, yeah, everybody stands up. <laughs> Put our hands over our fucking hearts. Puts a, says the Pledge of Allegiance. American flag fucking over America our, our rock again. very erect penis. And the war on drugs is over. Yeah. That was it. I loved the 90s. No the early 90s wall. when there was no more no. cocaine, no more drugs at all. Yeah, it was a great time to live. Chuck Norris and saved us. fucking Bill Clinton came this into office. Sponsored by cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we already did an episode sponsored by P2P, so why not? Yeah. God damn, that was... I think you was... were a little harsh on this film in the first place. You I know, think General Taylor says that it's no Delta Force General one. Taylor the was The point great. of this podcast Was is, General Taylor uh, the first one? I could have swore we've seen that guy no. in another movie. General Taylor was birthed from one of Lee Mervin's <laughs> items. <laughs> <laughs> he just came out with machete. Him and the German girl who had to read off the... Like, they two had a kid, and it grew into General Taylor. Oh, Millie wants to get in the mic here. Okay. <laughs> Everybody wants in on this one. This is a great. Well, Griff, I can safely say this. This is a future underrated episode. This is definitely a future (laughs) underrated. I got a really so. Thanks, Mel. That's the last time we're going to say that joke for this episode. I don't think I'm going to be invited back. No. Oh my no. god, you're invited back. Gri- Griff. We've already Sean, lined up like four episodes. We love you. you. We're glad you came back. I'm glad I came. I'm happy to be here. I hope everyone enjoyed this episode. They definitely will. Yeah. You're our number one guest. You're the heavyweight champion. Well, I don't know about that. Stewick's slowly making his way. Yeah, rock no, Sean. He's not even close. He well, keeps on downloading Buckaroo Banzai every day. <laughs> <laughs> You're the heavyweight champion right now. If it ever becomes close, we'll have a nice heavyweight contestant yeah. build up. I'm the general Taylor of guests. You are. It's true. Make it enjoyable. The hard way. We didn't use that enough. Like <laughs> we we, we missed all the moments. We but... did. I could tell by Tim's face a few times. That yeah. He took the hard way on this one. He did. He was like, "Oh, two Griffins this episode. <laughs> How could you do me like this, Sean? <laughs> How could you do this?" No, I had a great time, guys. That's good. I'm I'm saying it like Chuck Norris would say. It. You really are. You are doing like the dead eye. Like I really enjoyed this good. it. <laughs> well, you're the Bobby to my Scott McGee McCoy. 
Murray, we need we need some build up for for the next episode though. Can well, I make a personal plea for this episode? Yeah, sure. If you enjoyed this episode, just play it in the background again quietly. You don't even have to listen to it a second time. <laughs> just beat Yacht Rock, Yacht Rock Sean. Well, a you got well, you already did that. Beat over the crush top. him. No, Delta Force Two coming at you. <laughs> if Griff thinks this is the worst episode or the worst movie that they've watched after fucking mm, Mister No, Nowhere. I wouldn't. I don't uh, think it was the worst movie. We've yeah. Watched. I, I want to say that because I really enjoyed the first like forty minutes of this movie. It was great. I really love it. But well, I, I'm glad you loved it. You hate it. I'm somewhere in the middle. So yeah. hey, we. I didn't. You know, three little my, bears here. My run in with Chuck's bodyguard. I was like, I'm not. You're back. I'm not giving this a pass, right? Right. But I was like, you know, Tim bought me this movie for my birthday. He got me the double feature, <laughs> Delta Force One and Delta Force Two. Yeah. Tim's so, great at birthday. That's gifts, what friends are so for. Know. Rated him. Well, I he gave me just one of the guys as the first one. Oh. Future classic. underrated episode. Oh, yeah. oh my god! Speaking of underrated episodes, let's get this <laughs> back on. Track. Close this let's up. get this back on track. <laughs> let's for having me on, fellas. Put us on. The You're track. always welcome. Anytime you want to come on. Let's get to the end of that tunnel. So, Griff, uh, originally we were going to do a monster truck movie called Rolling Vengeance next, but I called an audible last I night. I like this audible. You're he, no Matt Stafford. He doesn't no, want to call yeah, an audible I score. on the line. I score. In the, when I'm in the red zone, I score. You always do. So uh, I one thing I've noticed is I've, I've, last week I told you I upped our, our Twitter game. I've That's noticed I've tapped, I've tapped in to real football. We got British, <laughs> we got British <laughs> listeners. So I, I've tapped in. I did not know people hated Seagal as much as we do, Griff. I know. So we're doing a Seagal movie next week, and we're doing a great one. Steven Seagal takes on some Rastafarian drug dealers. Of course, we're talking about Marked for Death. Mm. So be there for that. I haven't seen it yet, but Murray has sold it to me on two lines alone. This, was, was, yeah, this, yeah. Is, this came out the same year, Hard to Kill, our other Ooh, one we covered. That's one of my out. favorites. So yeah, it's very, very Seagalish. Oh. Any last words from you, uh, John? <laughs> he's done. He's he's thanks mute. For having me on, fellas, I enjoyed it. <laughs> well, thanks for being on. Good. We always enjoy having it. you. All right, Graf. Let's call it an episode. Yeah, this is close. Close it out. All right, everybody. See you next week for Steven Seagal, Mark for Death, and keep it warm. Why don't you shut the fuck up? <laughs> <laughs> Another great Golden Globus product. A Golden Globus production. Another good one from Canon. Well, oh, I don't want to trample over anybody. I mean, well, you're so far off the mic, they don't hear you anyway. <laughs> so. <laughs> so I just want to be a voice in the background. <laughs> you know? I'm the producer. Did I think that or did Sean say that? <laughs> right? <laughs> Where am I hearing that? What's that echo? Oh, fuck.